Welcome to the Piano Pod. I'm Yukimi Song. Hi, everyone. I'm Clara Zhang. For anyone listening or watching our show for the first time, so happy to have you. Clara and I are both classical pianists and piano teachers from New York City. This podcast is for anyone who plays the piano for fun, loves listening to the piano music, or for someone who is currently pursuing a career in piano or works in the industry professionally, or who is just simply curious about the world of piano music. In each episode, we interview a guest speaker who has been breaking exciting new ground in the music industry. Before getting started, we want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Please read our show or review on Apple Podcasts because every reading review will help people find our show. For this episode, we invited Mr. David Jones from the UK. David is a piano theory course creator. The name of the course is called Piano Zone, recently published and recognized by the London College of Music Examinations. Yeah, I'm really excited about this episode. In the description of this piano course, David said the course comes with fully animated coaching for children mm -hmm. to practice at home. Wow, this is wow. so new. It sounds so exciting. I know, right? And it turns yeah. out David also is a film composer and TV composer producer, as well as a director of a music school in the UK. Wow, that's really amazing. I'm really curious to know how all his background helped create his piano and music theory courses. Yeah, well, there's only one way to find out. Let's get the show started, shall we? Yep, let's do it. You're listening to The Piano Pot, where we talk to the brightest minds in the industry about how they are bringing the piano into the 21st century. We're very excited to introduce our guest of episode number eight, Mr. David Jones, piano theory course creator as recognized by the London College of Music Examinations, film composer for movies such as Out of Time, co-creator, composer, songwriter, music producer of the new musical animated edutainment TV series, Rhythm Warriors. Mr. Jones recently released a new piano music theory course for young students called Rhythm Warriors Piano Zone, presented at a three-day online event called the Ultimate Music Business Summit, which took place a few weeks ago. The Summit is an annual online event for music entrepreneurs to gain cutting-edge ideas and information. Mr. Jones is also the director of a London-based music production company, Preston Music Production and Preston Music School, the largest independent music school in the UK. David, we're so happy to have you today and thank you for joining us from England. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Great to see you. Wonderful to see you. And so how is England? How is, um, you know, a COVID situation? Any latest news? To be honest, I well, first of all, I spend um, about 120 hours a week in here and it looks like I'm, uh, I'm in space. I'm safe. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I don't get out much. Yes. Same. It's like you're in space. It's yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's bad in so much that um, I mean, there's there's all kinds of dreadful, dreadful stories out there. Mm -hmm. But all we can do is do our best, look after each other, mm -hmm. uh, stay safe, and mm -hmm. uh, take what precautions we can. Exactly. But I'm glad you're you're well. And so, David, you're are I consider a true 21st century musician. I mean, you know, we musicians wear so many different hats and but not as many as you do. And you're not only a musician <laughs> composer, but producer of a show, course creator, educator, director of music school, etc. So we're very curious about your life and career. And we would love for you to share some stories and secrets of success so that the young musicians will be so inspired and motivated by you to practice more and pursue a career in this challenging yet most wonderful and fulfilling music industry. So David, first and foremost, you just launched a new piano course 
uh, you know, uh, Rhythm Warrior Piano Zone, and congratulations, and we would like to start from there. As Clara mentioned at the beginning of this episode, you described to us this piano course as it is recognized by London College Music Examinations, and it comes with fully animated coaching practice for young children to work on at home. You also described to us that this course will help piano teachers to retain their young students as they are so observed with their lessons and practice. So, David, what is Piano Zone? Uh, so, the, the first release of Piano Zone will be an ebook, uh, which you can do either on your, your laptop or your tablet, even your phone. Granted, it's a bit smaller on your phone, but you could do it. Wow. <laughs> and um, the, the neat thing, I mean, and it, is a hard, it will be a hard book as well, but the very first release is the ebook version. As you say, it's recognized by London College of Music Examinations. I don't work for LCM, by the way, and I should should make that clear from the perspective of we're not on commission by them. There's no there's no financial you know benefit one way or the other. This arrangement has purely come about because um, I have created courses for London College of Music in the past. I've written lots of uh, exam material for them at all grades, uh, all, all piano pieces. Piano is my first love. Piano is my passion. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. And the educating specifically of little ones because of the benefits that it brings to little ones. Because mm. I love that. Possibly because I've got the same uh, sense of humour as four-year-olds. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> maybe that's why. I enjoy it's really helpful, right? <laughs> uh, what Piano Zone does is it, it's based on our new cartoon series, which is produced uh, by ourselves and Emo Front in association with Sparky Animation Studios, the clever guys that they are, and what the cartoon series does is is teach teach children in an engaging way it's an edutainment series it, edu it educates and mm -hmm. entertains but what piano zone the course does is focus specifically on piano using core ideas from the show teamwork uh, mm -hmm. a sense of community uh are always about put doing your best if you always do your best at all times what what can anybody else ask for if we do our best mm -hmm. um and so these wholesome messages are very gently spread through this as you learn real music remotely you you could mm -hmm. you could do the course without a teacher it would it would be physically wow. possible what's so much nicer though is to, to work on it in a class environment because we use the course in our music school um and what is lovely is the fact that the whole thing has the vibrant uh, color is it's the vibrant mm. graphics from the show so all the mm. characters feature in the book itself but then when you come to a key point you can click play and then the characters will chat you through in in an engaging way rather than just say this is c you know play c mm -hmm. they 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 laugh and joke and play and they're basically teaching each other and it's this teamwork between yourself mm -hmm. the child at home it's your teamwork with the characters from the show that produces the music as a whole uh it's taken us a while to develop to say the least um mm. i first came up with the idea for the show when my youngest son was 14 months old and he's gonna be oh 16 this year oh uh, and... <laughs> wow <laughs> It's been a long journey, but the development's been fantastic. What started off as a, as a little idea has been mm -hmm. taken by Emo Front and Sparky just to another level. What excites me most is not what it is, mm -hmm. it's what it does. It's what it brings benefit-wise to music teachers around the world, mm -hmm. piano teachers around the world, and their students. Because uh, as, as you guys were saying before, there's an inherent benefit there is a beautiful beautiful inherent benefit to uh, teacher and student whereby if you start a student at four mm. or, or granted younger but this mm. this course is designed for four if you start a student at four then as i'm sure you guys you guys will know this you guys are expert absolutely in this um from the ages of four to six this is when a child's perception 
of mm. uh, music and beat is it at one of its most formative stages. There's good cases to say that rhythm comes earlier, absolutely. Mm. But specifically the quantitative element of pitch, mm. how does a child actually process their understanding of pitch? And our course uses so many key factors that we've developed over the years, that we've researched over the years. We've taught over 15,000 students at Presto Music School since we started and so we have a little bit of experience in this um mm. and particularly in that age group as well and seeing so many different children of so many different learning styles and all their abilities and all their personalities and their characteristics and seeing which systems work best for them and this all comes together in the course and i am delighted to say that last Wednesday mm. after 15 16 years work on this thing we ran the book the animated part mm. of the book in mm. class for the first time it wow. worked 100% exactly how we I mean obviously we've been we you know we've been testing measuring testing measuring testing measuring mm -hmm. but the finished version it just it just worked wonderfully and the point was that that the children sat and took all the information that they'd learned in their lesson. Remember, it's a two-way thing. Uh, there's, the, there's the lesson part, your teacher's teaching and using the course. And then what the animation does is the animation helps to support the work that goes on in class. And this wonderful two-way thing is the fact that if a teacher will spend $50, for example, on an advert, their, mm. their, their cost per acquisition, if they're running ads to gain students, mm. um, and of course they only retain them for a month, then they're going to be losing money. They're going to go out of business. And our core focus at Presto has been and always will be fun, quality of service, value to the customers in everything that we do. But we have a business mind on it as well. We actually run a music school business builder program, and this helps teachers around the world to grow their student numbers. As I say, we've used it to teach. 15,000 students. Wow. So if you if you take a student on at the age of 16, we're not saying for right. a second you shouldn't do that, not, <laughs> not at all. But of course, if you took them on at four, those same students, then the long-term value that you can bring to a student mm. is immense, especially when you start them so young. From a personal point of view, they got so much more out of it. But from a value perspective, because it's win-win. Mm, the student course. is gaining so much. The mm. teacher should be gaining so much, both financially from a professional perspective, from an emotional perspective. Mm -mm. Yeah. And uh, so from the age of four, what happens is this course helps to retain the student. Why, why will a student keep coming? Because they love their lessons and they're making awesome progress. Why, why is this happening? Because the teacher is delivering the best lessons possible because they're wonderful teachers bringing their own personality. They're bringing their own characteristics. They're bringing their own teaching style because mm. you can use this course however you wish. Use any course however you wish. But the student is also being encouraged to teach by two nutty characters in the cartoon. And the children mm. want to progress. And it's a beautiful upward spiral. Yeah, well, thank you so much, David. That was amazing. So I was watching some cartoons uh, from your website, and it was so much fun. I love the cartoon, you know, as you say that, you know, as a piano teachers, or, you know, we, we, we kind of have this uh, luck that we can be children for the rest of our lives, right? And then, you know, so I, I, I just want to be clear uh, to our beautiful listeners in the US and for those tuning in from other countries besides the UK. Can you explain what's uh, LCME? Yeah, sure. Um, so the London College of Music is the largest music education establishment in the UK. Mm -hmm. And they do both um, all, all manner of music. It's a school in London, but they also mm -hmm. have an examination department as well. It's a separate department. And London College of Music examinations are only one of four in the UK that are actually uh, government body recognised. So if you want to study anywhere in the, the UK and gain globally recognised results, globally recognised examinations, uh, there's only one of four that you can use. But in particular, 
the only one the only one of those that's actually recognized by a university as in a figurehead university the only one is london college of music so it really is the, the I, I, if not the a top flight uh, music education establishment and separate exam uh, department no. And that's different from ABRSM, right? We have yeah. So, so ABRSM is another board. ABRSM, they're a, they're a fantastic body. We actually use ABRSM as well for hmm. it, there, there's 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 four exam boards, um, four main ones that are recognised by the government, and we use three of them um, hmm. because we use them for when it's specific. It fits the needs of the individual. So we never our our philosophy has always been that we teach with the students we never teach at the students mm -hmm. we assess them we assess their their learning styles and we have a, a very strong assessment led learning system so everything mm -hmm. we do is in partnership with them and our education system knits together in turn with the exam board as well so for example if they have a particular set of specific requirements that abrsm would mm -hmm. suit them better for whatever mm -hmm. reason that may be or rock school is the other exam mm -hmm. board if that suits them better we'll do that but i would say that perhaps 85 to 90 percent of our exams are actually done through lcm thank you so much for explaining yeah. that really clears up because you know in the united states we're more familiar with abrsm uh, yeah. i think uh, they have this you know exam systems and everything well, yeah. uh, internationally in asia too in asia exactly. too okay mm -hmm. yeah. well, uh, guys mm -hmm. can i can i just say something that as well that's really interesting from the perspective of perception in mm. that my or all, all my exams when mm -hmm. i was when i was growing up when i was when i when i was little um and i was doing all my grades they were all abrsm so mm. I was I was indoctrinated into ABRSM, which is, which is fine. It was just it's just it's the only thing I knew. Right. So mm. I did all my grades with ABRSM, and the only reason that I started to enjoy more the LCM material and their exam syllabus was purely around what did I want for my students, what kind of educational direction did I want to go in, mm. and I just found LCM for the for the more sort of I'm not going to say pop and rock. I'm not mm -hmm. going to say that because that makes it sound like LCM is purely pop and rock, and that is not the case. Right. Because you, you can do your variety. in the same way that ABRSM is mm -hmm. is classical piano. Sure. LCM yep. has a cla classical piano syllabus right, as right. well. Right. There's mm -hmm. just some really neat creative educational ideas that are going on with LCM, and I okay. really enjoy that. I have a very sort of inclusive philosophy with life, um, very positive philosophy. You know, I I want to really talk more on that because I think music education, especially in the United States, I don't know about you, the UK, but uh, we're really slowly changing or rather quickly um, because the genre is not just limited to classical music and then you know as um, I feel like I'm the front runner or front person of this music education because I teach young children and then I get to know in first hand of market right what they want what they need in terms of music and you know as much as they love the, this traditional approach to things, but also, you know, what they listen to is not really traditional. They listen to so many different music. So to relate to that as a music teacher, as a piano teacher, uh, we kind of have to go above beyond what's been taught um, traditionally, right? Yeah. So we, we, I have so many questions with that um, because, you know, I want to compare but you know the US versus UK I don't think we have that much difference in that you know so nope. yeah but let me just I, I want to ask more questions with the rhythm warriors because <laughs> I saw the clip of it the music is fantastic Thank you. and then the character is just they are adorable and you know I have a niece and nephew uh, my ne nephew is five and my niece is about to be two and they watch you know, edutainment. I did not know there there's a word exists edutainment like that. But they watch shows like this on you know Amazon or whatever, and they learn about words. To some of them are music related, and then my niece just learns uh, nursery songs quickly from cartoons, and so I I think it's exciting. And so first is 
Rhythm Warriors are available right now for anyone to watch or not not at the moment o only okay. because um this has been a wonderfully exciting long road um and the book is the very first release uh so where whereas normally the the cartoon potentially might come out first mm, right. we we ha we had all this in place this has been something this is a, lo a long and well-researched development of the cartoon itself, but also the book. So the book just happens to be coming first. But as I say, the actual book itself is animated as well. So when the book is released, mm. you'll be able to do that. But but all your viewers can register to be first to gain access, to have a look at it in the first instance. If it's appropriate to do so for you to be able to share the link, we can I can supply that to you. And then people can click on that and then learn more about it as the whole thing comes out because we've included as, as well a training program as well so that teachers can uh yes by all means you, you could just use the course there's there's nothing there's nothing in there that a piano teacher would not recognize you mm. would, of course of course you would it's, it's music right right right, right. <laughs> of course it and is. it's open uh, to teacher internationally or just yeah. in, oh, yeah. in the yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, right. So, so any, any teacher around the world can use it. In fact, it, 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 interestingly, our, our teaching system, we only train people outside the Warrington area. We won't have anybody in the Warrington area because the training is so powerful. We'd actually set up competition for our own school. So, <laughs> wow. so sorry, Warrington guys, but <laughs> it could use, they could use the course books they just wouldn't have access to the business builder training uh because when, when people take it up they they instantly have mm. a tons more tons more students you know mm. i mean uh, one of our teachers has got 220 students a week uh, another of our teachers has just short two, 200 200 over 220 uh, mm. a week uh, another wow. student I know an another teacher has just short of 200. The next one down has about 175. These are all teachers who have gone through our program because we do things slightly differently. It's, it's very traditional, mm. very, very traditional mm. in what we are imparting. So I'm, I'm a classical pianist mm -hmm. at mm. heart. And so my love initially came about through playing Bach and Mozart. That's what, mm -hmm. that's where I started. Uh, I mean, granted, I like, as an eight-year-old, I didn't connect with Mozart straight away. <laughs> but as an eight, as perhaps a seven-year-old, I started to really enjoy pop music and so on. And then when I started piano lessons at eight, uh, yes, but Bach and Mozart were the, were the two composers that I really latched onto first, I would say what we then did very very long story short because i had a terrible time at school i hated school mm. I, had a, <laughs> I had a few great teachers thank you mrs miller <laughs> i had a few Probably great teachers, teachers yeah us. my music my music teacher at school she was awesome and my main piano teacher ray thank you ray uh, my main piano teacher when I was going through my school wonderful brilliant 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 teachers and I there was a particular situation at college so nothing to do with Mrs Miller nothing to do with Ray um, I had a really bad experience at college with mm. um, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be very polite and diplomatic here mm. but but certain situations at school just did not fit my learning style with my hand on my heart I hate, I hate says but I felt like a failure I was made to mm. feel like my learning style didn't count because I was really good at working things out by ear my aural skills were pretty good I won't mm. say they were awesome I'll just say that they, mm. were, they were pretty good and it just meant that when I saw the minute that my sight reading was terrible my sight reading was really poor. I could read music, but my sight reading wasn't great. But the moment that I realized something, the, the moment I realized the unique thing in music, mm. yeah. I'm sure you guys know what it is, but I'm going to chat for yeah. it anyway. But there's, a, there's something unique about music that means it's the easiest subject for anybody in the world to learn. And the moment I realized that, I found reading music so much easier because I could then see the patterns mm -hmm. and shapes that I could hear. Mm -hmm. And the moment that fell into place, my progress uh, started to zip up a bit. And the second my teacher spotted that, 
they, they basically said, well, I was cheating. That's not how it works. You've got to read mm -hmm. the music. Well, but I understand it this way. Yeah, we can't do that. So I was made to feel like a failure and a fraud. And I, ne I nearly gave it. I nearly gave up music completely. I've said this many times. You know, if I can mm -hmm. make, if I can make a success from where I started from, then mm -hmm. anybody can. So the message to any student who might be struggling on piano at this stage is, you know, if you're stuck on something, then find somebody who will unlock music for mm -hmm. you in your learning style somebody who's as as you you guys are here sharing the joy of music you guys mm -hmm. are like the the epitome Absolutely. the absolute forefront <laughs> of positivity and helping students to understand you know music you, you think you think about how music actually connects with people people like listening to it that's normally the mm -hmm. first thing that people come to or they like to play it some people generally like to write it down they write actually it. enjoy the process of the visual side so if you sure. think about the three main learning styles that we have as well we can mm -hmm. either be aural learners kinesthetic learners or visual mm. learners so we're either listening to it we're hearing it or we're playing it so the ways in which music exists are the three ways that we could potentially learn it the minute they all lock together mm -hmm. uh, and you That's can find true. a student's least path of resistance to get them to excel it unlocks music for them and away they go so, so when i say anybody can find music is the easiest thing if you've not found your easy access to music yet, it doesn't mean that you won't. That's right. So we we all have to. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt for a second. All I was going to say is, all I was yeah. going to say is, in my opinion. Okay, <laughs> got it. I see. I see. Well, I mean, it's a, it's very inspiring to hear different perspective of how you start this course, right? Your own journey. So uh, I'm also very very curious because i also sometimes think about my studio as a little unique you know so I, I i really started with philosophy so i'm curious what is your core philosophy of your course fun fun, fun. yeah fun fun uh access the, the fun first if, mm. if fun comes first then the, the minute you can show as, as, and we'll talk here specifically about the younger students mm -hmm. if we can have fun in the first five minutes then the child is thinking what's next or, or if we can have fun in the first 30 seconds mm -hmm. the child is thinking wow oh wow it's cool what's next and what's next you know what's um i'm reminded of nightmare, uh, before, uh, nightmare before christmas uh you know what's this what's this they want to know what the next thing is and mm. again you have this wonderful upward spiral of positivity um so fun first but right in that very first lesson because i we, i still i still enjoy teaching so i still i still start my own classes and i enjoy teaching do you teach and... 200 students as well <laughs> No, no. <laughs> you don't have no, the time now. I, I, I used to, but I've really brought my student numbers down now just so that we have the time to, as much as anything, mentor the other teachers as well. We do, um, we do ensure that the teachers have all the support that they could possibly require. And I've, well, I've got to make space for it somehow. So, mm. And these are group classes, I assume. They are not individual classes, right? And I'm glad you've asked, yes. And we, and we do it to purposefully focus on the benefits of group tuition and what's been what's been lovely over the years is conversations with parents or other educators where they say you you do one-to-one -one lessons don't you as if to say that is the pinnacle the best version and it really depends on the students and i know i know that one-to-one -one lessons are best for certain individuals because that is what they they want it's what they need it's a direction that they're going in they've got something in mind and the, and there are teachers that can deliver that mm. well um, also later on right in the very beginning oh yeah actually nice oh absolutely yeah. yeah yeah without without a shadow of a doubt yeah yeah certainly because because there are the needs of the individual because in my opinion become mm -hmm. more precise as you as you go further so for argument's sake by the time you once you've gone past grade eight and the students uh, and, the, and the diploma and so on and so forth and there's always going to be scenarios where particular students are really niching down and really focusing on the the 
pinnacle of performance and expression, so on and so forth, all the things that come with, with, with playing. So without a shadow of a doubt, yeah, later on, once more, our group sessions are purposefully designed to make the most and maximize the benefits of group tuition because mm. you're playing as a band you're playing with your friends you know yep. um you, you think about how many <laughs> you think about how many children play music to a really high level mm-hmm. and in my school when i was in high school i was and still am the only person that worked to a particular level within music Mm. So, um, and there was 1,500 students, so that's one in 1,500. Mm. And, and we did a measurement just before lockdown, we did a calculation. So, so I was one out of 1,500. Just before lockdown, we did a calculation. We were achieving the same model with one in every 13 students wow. in our area. So that wow. means, I mean, I, so it, it meant that the the capability of exposure and reach and the benefits of music mm. and confidence that that brings in children was much greater now. So I feel as though that's a, a success in the fact that we've got students who are getting distinctions in their exams, you know, they're mm. playing piano to grade eight by the time they're 15 and 16, mm. you know, to be getting distinction at, 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 the, at that age mm. to sure. that level. It's great. Mm. Oh, wonderful. And you're saying, yeah, the age group start at four years old and they goes on all the way to 16 or college? No, we te- or well, no, we, we teach. We teach all the way through. We've got we've got students who are retired, so we we teach all ages uh, straight through. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we, as in this course, or you're at your school? Uh, well, my my school, of which I am the director of, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. use um, uh, we use our piano course because we wrote it. We, so in fact, the course came first. Um, I, I'm just I'm just looking around actually to see if I had a, a copy of it to hand, but I don't. But there you go. So we we wrote the course before we opened the school. We were commissioned um, oh. to create it by London oh, College wow. of Music. We, we basically we'd been approached um, by a particular organisation. I don't think I can maybe say mm-hmm. the, the names, um, yeah. but I, I don't know if I can or I can't, so I won't. <laughs> <laughs> But just in case, so we've been approached by a particular body to create a course because mm. our course was ticking boxes. I, I never understood this, the fact that um, piano had been taught to me in one particular way, which I thoroughly mm. en- enjoyed uh, for a, a, you know a good chunk, especially with my lessons with Ray. Thanks, Ray. Uh, and, um, and then when I started teaching, I had the opportunity to teach keyboard as well. So there was a lot more uh, music theory involved in that because you were playing chords right from the right. beginning. Yes. Now, I had a good experience of chords, mm. but the idea of putting the theory of mm. chord knowledge mm. right into lesson one, this is a chord of C in the mm. key of C, Mm-hmm. And, and so, for example, you think of an Alberti bass, you think of broken chords in the left hand. It's a chord of C. Mm-hmm. It's a chord of C. Right. Mm-hmm. If, somebody, if somebody have shown me, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I first started um, Bach's Prelude in C when I was mm-hmm. 10. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and I got mm-hmm. about three bars into it. I hadn't started my lessons with Ray at this point, I hasten to add. Uh, <laughs> so I... I um, I started Bach's Prelude at about the age of 10 there or thereabouts, got three bars in, and it was just sight reading to me. It was, because it's a load of notes. Let's Mm -hmm. call a spade a spade. It's a bunch of notes. Mm -hmm. But the minute that you realize, especially from my learning style perspective, the minute that you realize that the whole thing is connected and we simply have a chord of C, moving to, and so on and so forth, and you can now start to track through the harmony in there as well. And you now get a greater appreciation of the background theory mm. to the piece, then music really is beginning to unlock. Um, mm. What do you think was really missing from other music method books as you were creating this cor- your courses, let's say maybe traditional versus yours is more contemporary approach and a classical versus many different genres. Because, you know, right now I am studying a little bit more about other method books and just comparing and just popping out 
the fact that they are integrating more jazz music, uh, mm. pop, rock music into method books. So what do you think of that? I would always give full credit to any course creator, author mm. at all, because mm. anybody who puts their life work or anybody who puts their true passion together and, and, and collates it in a manner whereby they say, this is music for me. This is how I put music forward. I give full, full credit to anybody who attains and achieves that. Mm. So I would not be disparaging to any, to any course or book um, at all. Mm. Having said that, and there's no book, by the way, <laughs> but no. <laughs> uh, but what I would say is that if I didn't think there was something missing, mm. then we wouldn't have created our course. So I think of that's course. fair to say as well. My, my, you know, our perspective and how we created mm. uh, the course comes from us. It's it's our experience. I would say that the first thing that I wanted to ensure was that it was intuitive. How mm. can you how can you make sure that at every point you have full comprehension of the student. I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example. So our theory course, again, mm. recognized by London College of, of Music as a, you know, as a, it's, a, it's a great online theory course. And it will guarantee you, you pass a grade five theory first time. That's how confident we are. And if you, if you fail, <laughs> they don't, but if you mm -hmm. failed your grade five theory as a result of this course, we'd pay for you to do it again. That's how passionate <laughs> we are about making sure. <laughs> pass that I grade love five that. Time. Yeah, oh, no messing about, yeah. <laughs> Let's have it. <laughs> Let's have it. And we'll send some student. students over now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take a student from zero to mm. grade five in under six months. And we'll guarantee that first time pass. Um, and one of the things that we're currently just working on at the moment is just a re a slightly repitching of how modes work. Mm -hmm. And when you look at how modes are taught, mm -hmm. in my humble opinion, I always feel as though the student's perspective isn't necessarily taken into account, especially mm -hmm. that student's mm -hmm. perspective. Uh, whereby they don't know what you're going to show them. Everything is easy when you already know the answer. So mm. from an educator's perspective, I'm, I'm going to show you these things. And I, and I know it's easy because I understand it. But that's not fair. And again, in my humble opinion, that's not fair on the student. So our interpretation of how we teach modes starts from the viewpoint that you already know this you already know a major scale you've been doing that since you know when, and you already know a uh, pure or a natural minor we use the word uh, pure a lot uh, in, the, in the uk for a natural minor there's two modes a mode is just a different is a, just a different starting point for your scale and then slowly but surely we say well why would we use the notes c and e and g in my melody mm -hmm. on a chord of c yeah. well they're the notes from the chord what other notes can i use you can use passing notes all right okay so i'm going to base my melody on c e g and put passing notes in between and so all the pieces that you've been playing since you were little or whenever you started have been doing this you've got a chord of c in your left hand and your melody is based on uh, broken chords effectively with passing notes and maybe a little bit of chromaticism too but what happens is the moment that you move to d minor you now center that melody around broken chord of d minor with some passing notes but it doesn't keep returning to c its home point mm -hmm. is the notes of d minor it could it could return to see because you're the composer and you can make your melody do whatever you want mm. but where where does it feel like it wants to return to it wants to return to d so basically you're playing from d to d all the white notes in the key of c that's a mode it's just a different home point so we always teach from the perspective of here's one thing to know let's mm. let's let's know that let's learn it let's let's hear what it sounds like let's practice clapping it let's be very practical with it let's look at mm -hmm. it in the notation and when once we've established that then we'll then we'll build in a manner to which every student it, it hopefully will access mm -hmm. it in their learning style i'm so eager to know when can we see this just even the glimpse of your course and then the you know everything i i, I... <laughs> the the p um the presto courseware and all the, uh, as in the old so the presto course is from the age of seven uh, that's that's available um we we can pop the link in the um in the in the chat or the 
the link to within within the podcast um, we can put the link in that so that people can find that you can contact us directly through prestomusicschool.co.uk mm-hmm. but i think the best way is probably through our music school business builder because that helps teachers to yes get access to the courseware but also any training materials in there as well because we don't want to just train the teachers to the philosophies and the principles behind the book we want to help them grow as well so our business builder course helps them to grow their student numbers as well but do it in a way which is appropriate for them we're not we're not mercenary we're not um we're we're not focused on the money we're focused on the quality and the fun and the value and then by doing a good thing people can grow their music profession but they're sharing the benefits of music with more people well that's a win-win what's what's wrong with that that's good Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. So, and also, when can we see this Rhythm Warriors Piano Zone? I am. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. If you go to if you go to uh, rhythmwarriors.com. Mm-hmm. then you can actually anybody can see the uh, the teaser trailer that we prepared for that mm-hmm. uh, you can find rhythm warriors on facebook hey look at that they're, they're an alien band and they've got their own, their own <laughs> facebook page <laughs> uh, so you can you can do that mm-hmm. but um realistically uh oh, it's, uh, oh definitely this year definitely this year uh but as as i was perhaps alluding to just before we started the podcast today Mm. uh there is a very exciting opportunity which has presented itself to us and so we've just slightly paused whilst we just finalized that opportunity because it will enable more children and more teachers around the world to gain more support which is nice so if we've got the opportunity to help more teachers use the system if we've Mm -hmm. got the opportunity to help more children benefit from the system and don't get me wrong if if there's a course that i'm not disparaging to any other course some teachers will have their own course for four-year-olds and it works really well for them and that's wonderful and Mm -hmm. that's that's ticking the box that our course was designed to do Mm -hmm. we're just trying to do a good thing Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there's a business behind it. Of course, there is, but we, we are generally trying to do a good thing. So, what the the new opportunity is mm-hmm. is something that will help even more. So, so that's that's why there's mm-hmm. a slight pause, and that's why I can't give you a date. But this year, okay, okay, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just well, uh, keep keep us posted. Um, well, yeah, right. we're very interested. Who is your target audience uh, more specifically? And uh, tell us. We, we actually do a free training session on this. So I, I mm. encourage everybody to uh, register for this. In fact, it's an hour long. It's quite, it, this training session is quite in depth. Mm. Um, it's a we'll very long session? The, we'll say, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's, a, it's, an hour, it's an hour long training session. It's completely free. Oh, and okay. what, it do, what it does is it helps teachers to ascertain their ideal target student because you, you were asking there clara about you know mm-hmm. who who do we who is our ideal uh, exactly. student and one of the pitfalls that we see why piano students sorry piano teachers don't necessarily grow is because mm. they will quite often say i'm a piano teacher i teach piano who wants piano lessons so in some ways they focus on something that they do as opposed to the target audience because we focus on our on our, our our dream student first which is exactly what you're asking there um our our dream student initially in the first instance we started teaching primary school children anybody who yes of course had an interest in music but interestingly right. what we tried to do was mm. show how easy music can be that was our first point of call how can we make music accessible so what we wanted to do was attract or or at least present music in a way that was accessible so that children could identify themselves in an advert in a presentation in whatever the case may be however we were connecting with them whether it be social media whether it be in the the press whatever it is and they would say that's me that 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 child is doing what i want to do and look how easy it is because we Mm. show them how they could do it this is you this is where you want to be 
this is how we get you there. And as soon as the child at their own level, at their own level of comprehension, as soon as they can spot that link, right? then, then the parent wants them to do it, the guardian wants them to do it, the child wants to do it, and then, mean, it's, then it's a win-win. Yeah. Well, I assume you are uh, mark marketing this to the teachers as well as to the yep. students, right? Yep. So I'm curious, how do you market yourself? What's your so, strategy? Yeah. yeah, sure. So everything is different. Every mm. marketing strategy is different depending on who the, the end client, end user, end teacher is. So the marketing for the teachers is different to the marketing to the, because we we train music schools as well. So when mm. music schools want to boost oh. their numbers, we will, mm -hmm. our strategy for helping them is different because everything is results driven. Um, we only ever work by application. So mm. for example, when we're helping teachers, we want to have a conversation with us. We're a friendly bunch, you know, we encourage everybody to jump on a call with us and, and, and let's find out if we're a good fit. Because if we are a good fit, then we would want to work with them. And mm -hmm. be honest, they would want to work with us because if we're a good fit, it's a win win. Right. Sure, I, I wish I wish that when I was first starting, I wish I knew what I knew now. I wish that we had. <laughs> I wish, don't, don't we all? Yeah. I wish that we had all our systems in our in place because our systems are so comprehensive now. It's literally, I mean, it's very human, but it's mm. uh, do this, do this, do this. It's an action plan. We ne we're never stuck for what to work on next. We always know exactly what we're working on, but we can show teachers what that system is or at least help them with their existing system but we need to know where they are at in that system mm -hmm. um, because we turned our mess into our message we turned mm -hmm. all our failings mm -hmm. well, my failings mm -hmm. my situation mm -hmm. and i i trained and i researched and and i'll be honest i i still suffer from imposter syndrome absolutely mm -hmm. i am very familiar with imposter syndrome 100 yeah. yeah, we're classical and... musicians right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah absolutely Wow. And, I, and I do. And it's and it's because you think, yeah, but shouldn't I be doing it properly? Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm -hmm. I admire you guys more than I can put into. I mean, I've been very chatty today, but I admire you guys more than I can put into into words, because in, in so many ways, I see you guys at the pinnacle of, you know, where are we heading? Where, but, but the question is going to be where, where, where do we as individuals want to be heading? Mm -hmm. So in so many ways, you guys are doing the thing that mm -hmm. I had a vision of what my idea, my dream goal would be. Got it. You, mm. you have a skill set that I, I recognize. I thought, right, uh, that's that's going to be really hard work for me because I I can recognize I've got different strengths here. Mm. My strengths and my passions are, are going to be more in helping four and five and six year olds get inspired mm. into music and how how can I grow that, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. So yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. my natural direction of where my career went mm. ended mm. up being helping more teachers to scale their business to grow and grow and grow and, and, and when we say you know mm. where, how do we market that when we speak to a teacher uh, I, 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 yeah just very very briefly on this subject when we speak to a teacher we make sure it's a good fit because if it is mm. then that win-win is a no-brainer right and how yeah. do we connect with them we it tends to be word of mouth that's mm, a big right. that's a big part of it mm -hmm. because the amount of business that is generated through mm. social media purely mm. through word of mouth mm -hmm. tends to keep us more busy than than anything so we've never run an ad for me mm. in fact music school business builder is only being available from january for the first time ever we've been using it for the last well since 2003 we've been building mm. it since 2003 and we've only wow. made it public for the first time this literally this month so we've, wow. we've never had to market that so wow. david do you think the covid effect or help shape the business you know eventually do you think that covid was a part of this creation coming into tuition you know what what do you think 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's a sad state of affairs in so much that it has impacted mm. so many, uh, so much. And we, I have very, very close, very dear friends who have had a loss as a result of COVID, mm. and that oh. is uh, very deep and very moving, and it, and it impacts us, of course. What I would say is that we adapt. Humans mm. are, and we're naturally adaptive and resilient bunch. Um, mm. You know, the sun keeps coming up, we keep moving mm. forward. And so I don't want to make light of how bad some people have had COVID. And there's no but, and there's no however to that. That is just like a, a statement in its own right. So my thoughts and my best wishes go to everybody who has suffered in that capacity. When COVID hit, we had to shut our school. Mm. And potentially that was the end of our business. We used literally, uh, I mean, I, I just walled myself up in here for about two weeks, I think, literally mm. thinking, wow, how is this going to work? Now, as it had turned out in the uh, January, uh, when it started, even, um, even before the last weekend in January, um, when you could see the route that this was taking, mm. We thought, right, if we do have to shut down, what do we do? So we managed to put online lessons in place the day after we Good. locked down. So the day after mm. lockdown, we went remote because we put everything in place to enable us to support that. Mm. But the growth element, and this is something that all your viewers and listeners can really capitalize on, mm -hmm. we pulled together a variety of resources that we had and training that we'd done previously and we released an online system that it was our it was our music theory mastery course and that enabled us to go global we set ourselves a target of gaining 1500 pounds it's about two thousand dollars thereabouts 1500 pounds of income in the first month that was our mm -hmm. goal Mm. We actually attained just short of £13,000. So mm. what's that? About, I don't know, $16,000 in three right, yeah. weeks. Yeah. In three weeks. And this 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 is not about the financials. This is purely mm. around adaptability. Right. And teachers, te your listeners can benefit from this because you can use that system. We make that system available. Nice. It's Music Theory Mastery. And if teachers... Uh, we, we need to have a conversation about it. It's something that mm. we talk to our the teachers that we work with, mm -hmm. but they can gain good income and brilliant training for their young mm. students. First time pass guarantee, as I say, mm. but that wouldn't have happened without without COVID. Um, mm. And so sure. a teacher's willing, willing, and I'm including myself in this, I don't know everything. I'll be the first mm. person to put my hands up on that. I'm a dreadful dancer, just ask my wife. So I know my I know my weaknesses. I've got a lot of them. <laughs> but there are some things that we're we're okay at. There are some things that we're all right at. And one of those is a willingness to transform. And this is what we say to our teachers. If our if I if I if we've got teachers who are not gaining new students, for example, or are struggling as a result of COVID. But they think, but I can't learn anything because I know everything. Well, we don't know everything and we're doing all right. And the point is that I'm constantly learning. And if a teacher is happy to accept some feedback and go on a transformational journey, it's not Zen. It's not mystical. We're not going right. to spend six months meditating. OK, and mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that because, I, I you know, I, I, I enjoy that as well. Sure. The point is, helps. Uh, yeah, when I say we're going on a transformational journey, we're not going to sit and eat lettuce for a month. You know, it's not it's yeah. not that uh, right. we're going to do some strategic action mm. planning, work mm. directly with the teachers, help them build their plan. Mm. Uh, like Clara was saying, we're going to ascertain who their dream student is. Check mm. out that hours with the free training. As I say, we'll, we'll put the link. It's the Music School Business Builder. You can find us on Facebook as well. And, uh, yeah. and as I say, available for the first time anywhere mm. in the world from January. So if you, whenever you see this, jump, jump on it quick before everybody else has done it. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Have now, to be proactive. Yes. Sure. So, Learning from all the past experiences and then obviously COVID was like one of the biggest impact in all of our lives. But you are such a visionary. You have visions. So I'm curious to know, 
as you are a music educator and a musician yourself and you're a composer, what do you want your students and users to gain from your course? And you hope to influence to be part of raising the gener you know, musicians of the next generation from the, the course that you're creating, right? The first thing that springs to mind is confidence. It's something that we, we build into our lessons and our training program. In fact, our hashtag is positively presto. Everything we do revolves around having a strong can-do attitude. Mm. Um, and it's critical that as educators, we know that music mm. can help your confidence, providing that you feel confident in doing it. It's no good as knowing that if the mm. students don't understand the thing that you're showing them. So mm -hmm. if, if, if especially, a, well, any age, but if a youngster has a bad experience in their piano lesson because they don't understand something and they feel upset about something, they can't do it, whatever the case may be, it's not only a bad experience there and then, they're potentially being polarised against all the benefits of music and all the benefits of learning an instrument for life. We, if we've done every, with hand on heart, if we've done everything we can to ensure that a child is progressing as fast as possible, can access yeah. the material in a way that suits their learning style. Okay, mm. I understand this. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. This is fun. So fun mixed with this can-do attitude, it will build their confidence. And before you know it, I, I'm delighted to say that a huge chunk of our teachers are actually ex-students who've gone through the, the Presto system. I'm very proud of that, the fact that oh, wow. these are teachers who were not very, not all of them, but mm. a lot of the a lot of the teachers, they'd be, quite, they'd be quite open about this. We've done interviews with them where they've said as much. They weren't the most confident of young students. They weren't mm. even the most confident of young adults mm. or indeed older adults. But the fact that there's a, challenge here it's a piece it looks really tricky you know jonesy said that he's going to teach me how to play it i've got no idea how that's going to happen and then somehow mm -hmm. it's like it's like magic has happened that's where the name presto came from by the way um <laughs> uh, somehow magic. now i understand it mm. how, how have i gone from not being able to understand something to to being able to understand it um yeah. So what, what do we hope that our students come away with music? We hope that they enjoy what they do. They will recognize the quality because it's exam board recognized and so is all their qualifications at the end of it. And as a result, we trust that they will grow in confidence and have a positive attitude to life in general. I have another question for you. I know you also compose, right? I read your bio, David, and you're composing for films and the commercials and you have a production company yeah yeah that's sure. the presto uh, that yeah so so there's two there's two main divisions of presto music so there's presto music school and mm. presto music production and presto music production does music for tv films um so for example so rhythm warriors we produce all the music we write mm. it all uh we sing the theme tune we write the theme tune um so we produce all that uh here uh, i'm sat in the control room now uh, you thought i was in space i am not in space <laughs> you're not in space you could be very much be <laughs> uh, no i'm in the control room here at presto music production so um we we're in a fortunate position where we can choose the projects that we work on and uh, so we've been quite selective over the years of, of what we've done we built a bank of a lot of commercial work that we did so we've worked with uh, jaguar cars we've had the privilege of working with oh uh, I, I, I i don't want to go name dropping um <laughs> but a, a lot of really great names and then certain opportunities have cropped up to create film scores which when they were presented to some some were respectfully declined and some we thought what a fantastic story mm. ah let's you know yeah. let's you know let's do that especially if it's something which really connects on some if there's some if there's some kind of level that it connects with me on so mm. so if it's been something whereby somebody is downtrodden if there's somebody downtrodden in the story and it's about their rise from a tra if there's a transformation going on mm. then i then i love that because i want to tell i want to tell that story from a musical point of view mm -hmm. and we have the honor of working with some phenomenal 
artists to help mm. us with those scores. Uh, we produce everything here in house. Well, um, I love I love film scoring mm. because that long form gets you to really tell a story. And I I don't mind telling you I've cried sitting in here. I I have <laughs> right into watching it on the oh screen and cried. I don't mind. Wow. It's, wow. it's an emotional journey. It's good. Oh, wow. You know, you have such an already amazing career as a musician, you know, and, you know, to be able to compose and compose for commercials and uh, films, that's like a really dream come true for musicians. Yet you're reaching out to the community and reaching out by, you know, music education. Where does this really passion come from? I mean, I can feel the heat from the screen how Absolutely. passionate you are, like, you know? So where does this passion come from? Uh, my family, mm. my family. Uh, I have uh, immense support from my wife when I, when I see it as infrequently as I do. Um, <laughs> and I, I originally stemmed, of course, from my parents uh, who uh, are both musicians. Mm. Uh, they, don't, they don't necessarily play quite as much as they, uh, as they did. Uh, but they were they were um, great or still are great musicians um, and teachers too. And what was interesting was that when I was when I was a child, the one thing I definitely didn't want to be was a teacher because that's what mum and dad were. You don't want to do that. And no, no chance. Um, and right. teaching was something that I drifted into mm. um, when I was about eighteen, there or thereabouts. So mm. th three years I've been teaching. No, a bit longer than that. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, about, um, yeah, about 18, I started teaching. And uh, what's interesting is the moment I, I'd not seen my dad teach much because I, I, I'd never really been to my dad's school whilst he was teaching. But I'd spent a lot of time at uh, hearing my mum teach for various reasons. And what I found quite homely what I found quite inspiring was as soon as I started teaching, I heard my mum's voice and that connected me in a way to something that I, it was just innate. It was just something I wanted to do. And I didn't realize that beforehand. And, and the bit that I loved the most, mm. and this, this was like a, this was a lightning bolt. There's two, there's, there's a couple of times in my life that have, have been clearly the moment when things changed, literally life-changing moments. Mm. One was when I'd, I'd only been teaching literally a few days even maybe, and it was the first time when a student just looked blank as if to say, you've explained that, but I don't understand it. Mm. And I, it was me. I recognised that. I thought... I've just explained how I understand it, but you don't. So I instantly then started, I changed what I did. Instead of teaching how I, instead of teaching how I learned, mm -hmm. I taught how they learned. I changed yeah. the, and it's not rocket science. We say this many, many times, you know, it's not rocket science. It's what we should do. The difference is that if we can understand how students can take in that information, we can just change the message so that they can receive on the same frequency that we're transmitting. And that way, then we connect. And we, yeah. that way we retain the students longer as well. And that again is, is win-win. And that, that was, that was the first time that, that was a light bulb moment. Um, that was, that was quite profound. Any last words or any advice for musicians of the next generation? Two things I would say. Mm -hmm. um, when, opportunities, when opportunities present themselves, mm -hmm. just say yes, take positive action. We say mm -hmm. that time and time again. When, when you mm -hmm. see an opposite, when somebody is saying to you, mm -hmm. you know, this, this is the field that I work in, I can help you get from his. So, so for example, you know, if you wanted to be a a concert pianist at the mm -hmm. highest level i'd be referring them to you guys because mm -hmm. because that that's your field that's your mm -hmm. expertise mm -hmm. so the next time somebody says can you please mm -hmm. you know then i i know i know who can point them in that direction mm -hmm. you know we all have our strengths we all right. know that but but yeah uh, take take positive action and mm -hmm. the second thing i would say is mm -hmm. you will never waste a mm -hmm. single dollar or pound mm -hmm. that is invested in yourself 
So when you can train yourself and boost your skill sets, take that opportunity because wow. you're keeping the money. You're ki- you're keeping the money and growing yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, David. It's been a really uh, fun time and having, you know, conversations with you and learning from you. Thank you. And uh, it's sadly, it's time for us to move to the next, the last segment of our show, but it's fun. So it's called the Piano Pods Rapid Fire Questions. And I would love for you to answer, uh, give us short, short, shortest answer as possible. Question number one, what is your comfort food? Spaghetti bolognese. Cats or dogs? Oh, half and half. Okay. (laughs) What is your word or words to live by? Can I go back now? I'm going to have to say dog to the last one because I've got a dog (laughs) and the dog will kill me if I don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. (laughs) They come over and fight you. Okay. Uh, What is your word or words to live by? Positivity. What is the most important quality you look for in other people? Smiley face. And honesty. Oh. Honesty. Okay. What is the worst quality in people you want to stay away from? Selfishness. Name three people who inspire you, living or dead. Russell Brunson. Go, Russell! It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Robbins. And my wife. Ah. Name one piece in your current playlist. I always, always love any other name by thomas newman okay mm. always love that name one book title in your library the, my current read is uh dot com secrets by russell brunson oh uh, yes, yeah yes. i have to read that yep. all right you get only one song or piece to listen to for the rest of your life what is it the intermezzo from uh Cavallari rusticana and last question Music is blank, fill in the blank. In us all, we just need to find it. Oh, in wow. In us all. Thank you. I love it. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you win. That's the last question. Thank you so much. Can I just add one thing? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. those music references, when you said, what's the one piece of music? My mm-hmm. children watching this will just say, Dad, no, it's not. The answer's actually Going Crazy by David Lee Roth. Because I'm a massive Van Halen fan as well. <laughs> but I have to put those in that kind of quiz. I would have to say those kind of things. But, yeah, yeah. David Lee Roth and Van Halen all the way. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for showing up and making this really uh, our podcast show uh, fun and exciting. And so this concludes this episode of The Piano Pod. Thank you, Mr. Jones, for joining us today from all the way from England and sharing your stories, insights and expertise. You can find more information about him at uh, prestomusicproduction.com. And I would Uh, like... mm -hmm. Yeah, and 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 prestomusicschool.co.uk. Okay. .co.uk. Got it. And uh, I will make sure to put all these links in the description section. And I would like to remind our audience to check out his latest piano course, uh, Rhythm Warriors Piano Zone. Thank you to our wonderful audience and fans to tuning in for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please read and review on whatever podcasting platform you use. If you're watching us on YouTube, remember to hit the thumbs up button and be sure to subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. The links are in the description below. If you have any feedback for us, please leave it in the comments or direct message us via social media, or you can also email us at thepianopodnyc at gmail.com. We will see you for the next episode of The Piano Pod. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone, and thank you so much, David. Thanks so much, girls. Thank you, Kimi. Thank you, Clara. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.